using samples in the producer community is questionable and highly misunderstood. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to discuss the short-sightedness surrounding sample use. And I just want to kick this off by saying I used to be a producer that thought it that thought it, it wasn't okay to utilize samples in my productions. And I used to believe that until I, I started to understand this concept of the judgment infinity loop. So I want to walk backwards through this judgment infin infinity loop. Let's say you're a producer who creates music only utilizing samples. Then you have another producer who creates using only MIDI and they're judging this individual that uses melodic loops and hat loops. And now they say, well, I, I only create melodic, melodic loops using MIDI in, in plugins such as Serum or Massive. Um, and then you have, you have an instrumentalist, uh, let's just say a guitar player who plays in a rock band that gets to look at both of those producers and say, what you guys produce you you guys make music on a laptop i'm actually out here playing my instrument creating music and then you take that person that person's going to be judged by somebody who plays jazz somebody who has a complex understanding of music theory and they're going to look at this let's say metal guitarist and be like you don't know anything about music and that person can also look at those people that those producers that are just making music on a laptop and then even moving from the jazz musician, let's look at a classical musician, somebody who has a master's degree in music theory, a pinkies up, who's looking at all who's looking at the jazz artist, the rock guitarist, the the MIDI bass producer, and the sample bass producer. And that classical musician sitting in the back with his pinky up, drinking tea, because I think that person drinks tea. And looking at all of those musicians saying, You guys, you guys aren't even making music. Like all of your music is crap. I'm creating symphonies. Great. That, that person is that, that a uh, classical musician can undoubtedly have their opinion, but let's circle back on that infinity loop. You have this classical musician who creates everything from scratch, creating symphonies by writing compositions on sheet music. Let's circle it back, circle him back to this purely sample based producer. Who's getting more streams on Spotify? I have a I I would put a lot of money on the fact that the producer that's that that sample based is likely creating um, driving more revenue and has a larger audience for their music than this classical musician who is undoubtedly an expert um, within musical comp compositions. Now that that's a fun long-winded story and example of essentially saying if you're judging another producer or a musician just know that there's another musician who can judge you and so for me personally once I stopped judging others for the way that they created music and and I stopped judging myself for the way that I create music my music production quality and my music production output has increased tenfold literally tenfold since I gave myself permission to utilize these royalty free samples. I think that's such a great tool and such an interesting, uh, I'll call it like an infinite paradox, right? Where it's these, whether you're at the top of the chain for myself, the person that's always using samples, I'm a really heavy sample user and somebody who produces drum samples and likes to make, uh, do some sound design on the drum side as well. 
going from that top of the chain and then moving down one to the person who's maybe a super instrumental, multi-instrumentalist who plays keys, who plays saxophone, who plays the guitar, bass, etc. And then you can even, again, go a level further down that say, hey man, but like, did you make the bass? Did you like make the guitar? Did you like create the thing? Or like you said, like you can be like the jazz player. It's like, or like the guy with his pinky up. It's like, did you even like know how to orchestrate the music? He's like mad at him. But there's all these layers and the real question is you can keep going down and down the rabbit hole and there's never going to really be a stop again. It's like, if who who made the guitar? It's like, well, if you didn't build the guitar, did you did you make the strings? Did you actually like make the paint for the guitar? It's like, again, it never ends. And the real mm-hmm. question then becomes, it's not about the samples. It's kind of almost like an ego trip about you wanting to prove to people that you can do a certain thing or that you can pr- perform a certain act. And one community that I feel like I'm a part of that kind of really demolished that whole part of the ego in terms of utilizing samples was the boom bap community where utilizing samples was uh, basically held up and and, uh, prized by people. If you could find a good sample or a rare sample, it's like you are talented if you're able to dig through the crates and find a really cool sample or flip a sample in a unique way. Like that's exactly, that's rewarded in the boom bap Mm -hmm. community compared to, as you said, in the dubstep EDM community, these people where people are doing a lot more in-depth sound design and doing the actual instrumental work themselves and doing a lot more nitty gritty work compared to somebody who's just dragging, dropping a loop in, chopping it up a bit, having a lot of fun at the time and just playing drums down over it. Like that's what the boom bap community is all about. It's just about enjoying the process, having fun being able to actually, in a way, collaborate with the people who made the record in a really weird way. It's like you get to collaborate with the person you're you're sampling with, uh, even though you're not actually in the studio with them, because you're using their piece of music and collaborating with the music that you're layering on top. Again, in my case, usually being just a drums and a bass line or something like that after chopping up a record. So there's this really interesting, again, uh, I call it like a dichotomy between the more boom bap uh, producers, uh, trap producers, hip hop, these types of communities where sampling is rewarded versus these other communities where, like you said, jazz or if you're more an orchestral or EDM or electro or dubstep, et cetera, where you have to almost be more sound design oriented, otherwise you're looked down upon. So for anyone listening, if you're an A, you're a person that wants to use more samples, go and find a community that endorses it and that really enjoys using samples so that when you go, you're going to be championed by the people in that community because you're doing the thing that you enjoy. And if you're on the other end of the spectrum where you're somebody who doesn't like utilizing samples, maybe you go and you make sure that you're in a community that serves that as well. So there's a balance between the two. And again, personally, myself, I love using samples and I think that they're a super useful tool. And I think not using samples is really more of a question almost of of the ego rather than Mm -hmm. being like disgraced that you're using a sample because there's no real problem in collaborating with somebody else's music as they're having a jam session and letting you play to your strengths and not trying to just... uh, you use your weaknesses and however they can be, you replace your weaknesses with people who have their strengths in those weaknesses. And now there's no weakest link in the chain anymore. So your production quality then also increases as well as something that Cody mentioned earlier, you get a hell of a lot more time and you can produce a hell of a lot more music if you're able to use samples because it saves you a lot of time. Again, especially on those weak spots, the places that take you the most time, you're now outsourcing and being able to delegate to somebody who's usually a lot better than you at it and who can make mm-hmm. the, the piece of music that you're uh, trying to put out or create sound a lot better. 
Um, and I know that's going to kind of start to flow into this last point that Cody wants to make about goals and processes. Yeah, and Jared, what what beautiful sentiment, man. And if it if it is your prerogative to make a track or a project completely from scratch, or let's say you want to create a song and you want to record all of the drum tracks, you want to record the bass, the guitar, um, if you're a horn player too, if you want to lay down the vocals, if you want, if that's your prerogative to complete to create a completely original composition. That's fantastic. Um, and, and for myself, I, the first sample pack I ever created is called mountain beats volume one. And I hiked over 60 miles. I climbed, I think this more elevation gain than it is to climb Mount Everest to record all of these, these random sounds up in the mountains. So rocks at 14,000 feet, uh, waterfalls, mountain streams. I was kicking logs and I took all of these raw sounds back into the studio to create kicks, snares, cymbals, hats, effects. It was the least efficient way to make a sample pack, but that wasn't my goal. I wasn't trying to, to make a sample pack as quickly as possible. I was trying to make a sample pack using only nature sounds. And that was awesome. That was a great artistic experiment for myself and and I had a blast doing it. But my goal wasn't efficiency. If my goal was efficiency in creating that sample pack, hiking 60 miles in the mountains to create a sample pack is the wrong way to go about it. So ask yourself, what's your goal? What's your goal? Do you want to be an artist that creates completely original compositions so you can say, hey, every sound that you're listening to right now, I created. Um, that that's perfectly fine. If you're trying to um, release four tracks every single month, well, th- start focusing on your efficiency, and and figure out figure out what you're comfortable with creative creation wise, and how that um, complements the goals that you're working towards. And now for me, um, as a as a full time musician trying to make as much quality music as possible, samples has un- have undoubtedly become a staple in my production techniques. Um, if you want to join a group of extremely talented producers, artists, and instrumentalists all over the world, we just launched our Discord um, where collaboration is is highly encouraged. So uh, the link to our Discord is in the description of this podcast episode. And um, join our community. We're, we're happy to, to continue to have these discussions surrounding the, the creative process. And um, for me, coming from the dubstep world, I didn't realize how how much samples could change my creative process until I joined the lo-fi beats community. So, um, yeah, thank, thank you all for tuning in, join our discord, um, become a part of the conversation and let's make music. However you make it together. You said it, man, definitely join our experience over on the discord. And with that, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Definitely check out more and peace. Peace. Peace.